standing on the arrowhead at arrowhead. Brinkley to snap, turn to hold, snap, set, kick on the way. Good! One safety in this half. Drive starts at the one and looking for a little breathing room and they get that in. Plenty more. Derek Henry still going. Stays in bounds. He might go. 99 yards for the touchdown. Unbelievable. Welcome, everybody. This is the Transatlantic Titans podcast. We are hosting not just this, but we're hosting a Titans game in 2023. How about that? Um, confirmed today that the Tennessee Titans will be playing eight home games in Nashville and one in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on a date against an opponent to be confirmed. So we thought we'd have an emergency get-together to wildly speculate about all the details that haven't been announced yet. I am um, Adam, if you didn't know already. Um, Harry Maltby is here. Hi, Harry. Good evening. Uh, it's been such a wonderful day, um, not only because I spent two hours of my life at a soft play, but um, that we now have a Titans game in the offing, which we're all going to get to go to and have a weekend of getting on it, which will be great. Absolutely. Um, that all sounds great, other than the two hours of soft play. Um, Greg is here. Hi, Greg. Hi, Adam. That was short. Um, Miles is that's here. All, that's all I've got. <laughs> um, Miles is here as well. Um, there are four of us to all get excited about this. How are you doing, Miles? Do you know what? I thought I was going to get left out there. I thought it would have been more appropriate to just leave me with no introduction. Bring on the crumpets. <laughs> well, I mean, in my defence, it's not... I don't have that many people to remember doing this introduction. Um, having said that, the last couple of pods where you've joined us, you've just not been here at the start and just dropped in halfway through um, for a quick hello and or to do the second half. So it's nice to nice to have you for the, the whole thing. Um, I won't even lie. If it's, I did- I did weigh up just sitting in my car outside on the drive and just, it doesn't feel right not doing it from my car anymore rather than being inside and warm, but you know, it's freezing cold UK problems. Absolutely. It is. It is very cold this week. Um, But yeah, so we are going to get to see, I mean, obviously some, some of us, some of our listeners, this side of the pond, obviously, it's the, uh, listens to the other side of the pond. This is all very different. Some of us will go to get to games out in Nashville or other places anyway. Uh, but for anybody who who listens in Europe or anywhere else who might have only been to one Titans game five years ago against the Chargers and will get to go to another one, um, ticketing aside, uh, hopefully... Hopefully anybody who who are Titans fans who wants tickets will be able to get them and, and all of that stuff. But with lots of stuff to be confirmed on on all of that. Um, but Greg, you're a season ticket holder at Tottenham anyway. I don't mean the football team. I mean, not, the, definitely uh, not the football team. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't advise that. Uh, but uh, yeah, you you'll be obviously first in line to be able to renew those. So your your tickets get you to the NFL games at Tottenham anyway. Um, how do you feel? Well, f- firstly, Tottenham rather than Wembley. How do you feel about that as far as the experience goes? Um, I feel all right about it. I don't think it's going to be, I mean, unless we're, we're at home against a, a really, really popular team over here, which I'm, again, 
not doing any research is classic me, but no idea exactly who we're facing. But um, but I think if we're up against a team that I haven't got a massive following over here, I don't think we'll have problems getting tickets realistically. Um, the Titans isn't a massive draw to a lot of the UK audience, I imagine. But for us, it's going to be a hell of a weekend. I can imagine the absolute carnage that's going to come and uh, but I think we'll have we'll have a hell of a time and it's 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 not quite us all being in Nashville together but it's uh, it's definitely the next best. I think it might work in our favour because they've announced Buffalo as the the other team that's hosting a game at Tottenham. So I I don't want to suggest that the Bills might be more popular at the moment than the Titans, um, but they are and there's probably a higher demand for tickets for for that game and. Josh Allen and all the the Bills Mafia hype. It's been a few years since they've been over here, so that yeah. might work in our favour for as far as ticket availability goes. But I mean, you, you mentioned the possible opponents, um, Harry. We've been we've been talking about this on on WhatsApp today, wildly speculating about it. Now there are nine home games for Tennessee, and as a prepared man, I have them here. Obviously, it's Indianapolis, Jacksonville and Houston, the, the division games. We'll be hosting Baltimore, Cincinnati from the AFC North, um, Atlanta and Carolina from the NFC South, the rotation divisions. And then the teams that finished in the same place in the couple of other divisions. So they are the Chargers and the Seahawks. So the of those nine games, Harry, you've got, you've got a weird gut feeling about a divisional game. Yeah, so the Colts last came over to the UK in 2016. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if it might be the Colts. Um, but also, I wouldn't be surprised if our home game was against the Jaguars um, or our London game was against the Jags. And the, the NFL trial, a three-week period where the Jags are over here for, for three weeks in a row, obviously playing their home game in Wembley and then two away games against the Titans and the Bills at Tottenham. Um, just... It makes sense. They've talked about it for a little while, the NFL, about bringing a franchise over here. Um, and why not try all that at a good time where the schedule fits quite nicely for the teams that are over? So um, that, would gut- feel, that would feel to me like I, I get why they might want to look into that sort of thing as, as far as the future goes. It would strike me as a massive advantage for Jacksonville for this year anyway. You know, there'd be... They're used to coming over here, firstly. They could be coming over every year for 10 years. Um, if they suddenly had a, a trip that they're all familiar with that ended up being three weeks and two of those are their road games, it will feel a bit like they're having three home games over here. And you know, they'll be they'll be facing the Bills and the Titans, neither of whom are used to this. It would feel like they would have a massive advantage, maybe unfairly over, over some of the rivals, if that's what they did. Like, I, I get what you're yeah. saying. I, I just, I just think the NFL now, they've been coming over here for, for 10, 10 years um, and a little bit more before then, but um, they'll, they'll be in the position now where they want to know whether this is a worthwhile thing to do and whether that franchise is an actual possibility um, and whether that works logistically as well. And if it does, this, makes sense as a time to trial that and to see whether actually Jacksonville or another team could legitimately be placed here and survive a three-week road trip in a different country and a different continent. I mean, that, that's that got to suck. I just think, I don't know, like, say they did that and 
whether they're home games first of the three, I don't, I don't know. But say if you're the Titans or the Bills and you're flying over here probably for two or three days, what the teams seem to do is like coming over on like the Friday back and the Sunday night and you're facing a Jags team who've been acclimatised for two and a half weeks. It kind of feels unfair, especially if you're the home team. Like you're coming oh. over here as a home team to a team that's already unpacked their bags and you know they've got stuff put away in their wardrobes and you know um, that's a metaphor or I guess I think it's a metaphor uh, but you know what I mean it just feels like it wouldn't like for like the NFL wants parity and they love parity uh, and but to give away home advantage like that I don't know maybe, I, you can, maybe you're right or be- would it would it get to the point for Jacksonville if they were to do that, that by week three of their road trip, they've had enough. They've been living out of the same hotel rooms. They've been, you know, missing family, missing the the normal bits that they're used to in the States or whatever it is. So maybe it has that reverse effect. Yes. Okay. Time-wise, they'll be more used yeah. to it and training-wise. But if I was a player and somebody said to me, look, you've got to go on a road trip for three weeks. It's out of your control and you're going to stay in a hotel that's, different and you're going to train in weather that's crap and usually it's nice and sunny and all of that i think by the time that the three weeks were over i'd probably just think oh i've had enough now and it might affect that their game obviously it's wild speculation because who knows the jags might just be one and done in in the uk but if it is that three i think it works and it's a two-edged sword yes they have that advantage of being used to time zones and things like that and not having to travel over but they also have the disadvantage of not being at home at all and seeing loved ones etc let's be clear this is nothing but wild speculation um miles who are you going to wildly speculate that we we might play i think it's guaranteed we play the Bengals. oh okay uh, i think they're a, they're a popular team at the moment they're obviously super bowl last year they're looking fairly decent this year. obviously they're gonna lose this weekend and then they probably won't have said it, but um, I can foresee the Bengals. I think they're a popular team at the moment. I think it's, don't know what it is about them. I think I'd like the idea of it being Baltimore. I think um, we've built up a nice little rivalry with them, with the, the playoff games and stuff. I think that'd, that'd be quite a uh, quite a decent game. But for, I don't know. I just have a bit of a suspicion based on the teams that you've said that it's the Bengals. Obviously, like you said, complete speculation, but. I've never been wrong before about a single thing I've said on this podcast. <laughs> no need to fact check that. That's definitely true. Nope. Um, Greg, any uh, any ideas from you? As I say, wild speculation, but you know, yeah, we're here of course. for it. We're definitely not in the know, that's for sure. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you get the odd divisional game every so often. I think Tampa played Carolina a few years ago. At Spurs and stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like the Texans or someone. Um, especially oh, that that sounds really unappealing for neutrals. So that's right up my street. That would be yeah. perfect. Well, having said that, if they go and draft Bryce Young, that might make it slightly more appealing. Um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was that. But I think the safe the safe bet is probably the the Panthers. The Falcons came too recently. That was only two years ago, wasn't it? I think when they played New York. So. Yeah, I think the safe bet in terms of who it's likely to be is probably the Panthers. They've not been for at least three or four years. Um, I can't Pan- see it Panthers. It can't. It can't be the Chargers again. Yeah, that that's that. My my thinking was the Panthers as well. I almost, I was kind of 
dismissing a divisional game. I, I mean, I, sometimes it depends who it is. Um, but if you're you're giving up a home game, teams want to try and keep the the games that are going to sell well, which will be the divisional games. Um, I think for the Titans that that will include the Ravens. They'll want to try and keep that in Nashville. Yeah, Ravens. I think they will. Pot- yeah. Potentially the Bengals as well because of the recent history. Um, I think the the Chargers would be likely if it wasn't for the fact that we'd had that exact matchup in 2018. So I think that would feel a bit obviously different players and and stuff, but it might feel a bit stale if they did that. Um, I think I think the I I know what you're saying in regards to divisional games, but I don't I don't really feel like and I've been to a couple of home Texans games and one of them was a season opener, so it's probably not a fair comparison, but and the other one absolutely tipped it down the whole day. So again, not really a fair comparison either. But I, ne- <laughs> I never get the impression that Houston at home is is like, oh, people are flocking to get tickets for those games. Maybe it's because Houston have been so bad in recent years. But maybe, maybe. Um that's what makes me think maybe it, it wouldn't shock me if it was. That's possibly uh, the least appealing of the divisional games now. Oh, it must yeah, be. Yeah, I, I can't I can't watch us lose to the Colts in London. I just I I'd, I'd end up in the Thames. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Um but the Jags, I mean, if the Jags ends up being sort of Harry's idea of the Jags staying for a few weeks, I mean, it's probably a good test. Um but yeah, I don't know whether it, now they're starting to, to actually become a half decent football team, it'll it will feel a bit weird if the Jags end up moving to London at any point in the near future. Um Unless maybe that's like, maybe that's how we derail their success. I mean, just... It would be, be hilarious if we did, but <laughs> I think it's safe, the safe bet is maybe Atlanta or Carolina, realistically, but I know Atlanta were here relatively recently. don't know if that matters or not. Probably. Um, I've sort of ruled out the Seahawks because they played in Germany last year. Um, and, yeah, just, I mean, I suppose just... just just because of that, it's uh, it's probably harder with West Coast teams to arrange a trip. It's just a, a more time zones and they're probably less inclined. I don't know. It's, it's, it's it wasn't all... that long ago there in London either, was it? Or it didn't feel that long? No, they had a game. They Since they've been playing at Tottenham, I think, the Seahawks had a game, didn't they? Um, I'm, I'm, it was definitely, yeah. it might have been the year after we played or maybe, I don't know, obviously we had that COVID year as well, didn't we? So, But it doesn't feel that long ago since... Saw twelve over the Borough boy. <laughs> yes, it's well. I mean, who, who, whoever it is, it's a, it's fantastically exciting for us. I don't care. Like, if there's, there'll be neutral, UK-based NFL fans that will be like, oh, we stop giving us, stop giving us the mediocre teams. Give us something good. Give us something good. Um, so there'll be that clamour. But selfishly, I couldn't care less if it's Carolina or if it's. No. Definitely not the the Colts. <laughs> or... I, tell you, I tell you, I tell you one I really do not want to see in London, Dennis Daly. <laughs> unless unless he's the Colts' left tackle when they come over here. And play. <laughs> yeah, <It's>, yeah. <laughs> Has that guy not been released yet? I've, they just haven't announced it. I don't think there's any need to announce that stuff yet. I think that's that's all it is. I really hope that's all it is. Um, also, we haven't had a general manager until a couple of days ago. I digress. We might come. We'll come back to that. Touch on touch on that um, a little a little bit later. Um, some some questions people have asked have been asking about things like, well, one one question: Are we going to 
tailgate or have an event or anything like that. I don't know. I don't know about things. It'd be nice to think we can we can do something and take advantage, like as a just as a fan base this side of a this side of a pond, and maximise the, the opportunities we have to support our team to to all get together. Seeing noises on social media of a lot of people in Nashville that will that will come over for this, which will be great. Um, I hope that it won't just be an afternoon out. This will be a few days even of a few things going on around London, which which would be great. Um, Jess, uh, Jess asked on as a, a Twitter reply, tailgate options. The problem is with tailgating at Tottenham is you can't really do it. Um, so the traditional American tailgate isn't really a thing. I mean, it wasn't a thing at Wembley. Wembley had the had the space until they've kind of been building on it literally but they weren't tailgates in the american traditional sense this was just like a gigantic i don't know how to describe it just sort of a a gigantic food court with a, a few gimmicky events but not food that's run by somebody turning up and um providing stuff out the back of their truck or uh, beers out of an esky or whatever. It's not like that. It's just, this is just a stale anonymous thing. So yeah, we've, that's one thing that we haven't replicated and it won't be replicated at Tottenham um, just just because of where it is. There isn't the space. There won't be the permits to do it. There'll be stuff at pubs around locally. Um, But the area, the area, like, I don't know if, all of you have been to the Tottenham Stadium or the the new one, but it's where it is isn't the best. I'm not going to lie. It's a magnificent stadium, a magnificent arena, and it has a phenomenal atmosphere inside the stadium itself. Like eating and drinking is great. There's loads of loads of variety, loads of options, a fair bit of space. They've kind of designed a lot of the concourses so it's a pleasant-ish place to be compared to stadiums of the past outside it however yes there are some some pubs and stuff but it it's not it's mostly a sort of suburban area it's not a city center feel it's not the it's very different from Wembley as well um so there are lots there are literally lots of terraced houses in the in the streets around there so there won't be unfortunately the a tailgate in a traditional sense we'll have to do some stuff like the day before or um, maybe a different area i don't know i imagine from last time if you're again it sort of depends if you're familiar with london um, for the last game we had a sort of titans takeover at the baraboy and banker a pub in london bridge just on the on the south bank and they've done this for every london game they've had sort of two designated pubs and gone one for each team um, in the the week leading up to each one and we we had that pub i'd be surprised if it wasn't a similar thing that goes on but obviously that won't that isn't in the tottenham area but that that will just be a thing that will go on the weekend around it and um, anything to add to my waffle i realized that i'm doing exactly that um, no i think it'll be, it'll be good to do something though i think we'll, we'll definitely arrange some kind of meetup um definitely a few drinks and like you said there's quite a few people i've spoken to over in nashville who are going to make the trip which um hopefully we can we can get them involved and and try and make it one nice big event but at the same time we're you know we'll wait and see also what the 
what the team is going to do because they might have plans themselves and and try and try and meet in the middle and, and come up with something. It'll be good. It'll be good to do something for sure. I don't think anyone. Certainly, we've got a good little community on Discord and um, Facebook and Twitter, and it'd be great to to get everyone together, or at least those who can make it together. As much as it would be good to see everyone who's uh, who's part of this group that we that we do this pod with, because yeah, we don't we don't get to do it that often because uh, we've got too many Northerners in a group, unfortunately. <laughs> that's Harry. That's... Harry, you're not an Northerner. You're practically Welsh. I don't... <laughs> yeah, right, right, right by the border. I mean, it's six and one half dozen of the other. <laughs> Was born in the south and somehow have slowly gravitated more and more north slash west at the same time. It's been wonderful. Um, yeah, but no, I think if there's six people that you trust to, you know, put put together a little event, it's definitely people who can't turn up for a podcast on time. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to make any crazy promises at this stage about anything. Um, being hasty, as yeah, we don't know the opponent, we don't know the date. That's kind of a key detail about when you're arranging anything is knowing knowing when, right? Um, you could get caught out while wildly speculating, but. Um, I'm I'm just I'm fully expecting it to be in the first three weeks of the season because that's when I'm out in Nashville. So it's going to be great fun to be watching the London game from Nashville. Yeah, that might backfire. You might want to look at changing your plans <laughs> if that if that's the case. Normally, it's not the first three weeks. It's, no, it's normally like five or six and like October time. Between late September and end of October, maybe early November. I think the German game was early November this yeah, was, last yeah. last season, but. Um, I just kind of I'm excited not just for the game itself, but just to see loads of other Titans fans, and you know from from both sides of the pond, from well both sides of the English Channel as well. You know they will get the German Titans will come over. Um, I'm sure from you know, other European countries. I saw Eddie O'Reilly say that he's he's going to attend. And um, obviously he's. He won't have been back to. I don't think he's been back to America since leaving Ukraine. Um, but yeah, they're they're in Germany now. He's he's going to attend the game. And this is just be really really good to catch up with a load of people that we don't always get the opportunity to do. Um, and yeah, even Neil and Brian coming down from the north. Miles coming coming down from the north. Um, yeah, I'll be making the trip. I think everyone will be shocked when they see our faces because obviously we're a uh, a podcast where they'll uh, we don't have faces for uh, TV. We're just purely built for radio, aren't we? So, well, I'm sure people subscribers to... to Harry's OnlyFans will oh, know Harry's face, listen, obviously. But Harry, Harry will be booming in. Uh, Actually, my my face isn't really on my OnlyFans, but um, I do appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> what do I call just... it though? No, that... Like you fake, you fake. No, I'm not going to go there. Um, <laughs> it's purely his feet, beautiful feet. I would, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Um, I, I, I jest, of course, I know. I would. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just this. This was it. I just thought we needed to get have a have a reaction to to this. Really, um, it's funny how after a couple of weeks of just being eliminated obviously um brutal week 18 game we've all watched well maybe we haven't some of us have watched wildcard weekend and uh, seeing the jags take advantage of their opportunity despite being 27 points in a hole um, and then you know as a titans fan having been there the last three years in a row and, and missing out this is just like a big boost to get <laughs> the following week which is which is really good um 
We have also had the news that while we're here, we might as well have a, a quick chat about. We have a, a new general manager, Rand Carthen, for the 49ers director of player personnel. I think that's that's what he was. He's now a fully fledged general manager. I mean, he's been presumably running the show. I'm going to assume that all the good decisions that the 49ers have made in the last few years are down to him and the bad ones are down to John Lynch or, or whoever else. And Miles, what's your reaction to uh, to that appointment? Yeah, I think based on the last podcast, we could tell I really am, I mean, in typical fashion, put that much research into who our options should really be. But I think based on everyone's talk and the general reaction of people on Twitter and elsewhere, it seems like a sound appointment. I mean, the 49ers, like you said, outside of Lynch, really are quite a solid outfit. Like, the, right the way through, they, the, the, they run things well, they do things right. I mean, you could question the whole how much they gave up for uh, Trey Lance in the draft, but he's still not had his chance to prove whether that was a good or bad decision. But it's, it, it's a nice change. I feel like the Titans have had a, a good few years where they've, you know, things gone the other way. You never know how much of a proper run we could have had at a Super Bowl. And we know that there are things that need changing. Obviously, getting a proper offensive coordinator in, I still think is going to be key. But we we need to start hitting on some of these draft picks and we, we, we get lucky with some like Simmons, but then we have others like... Um, Oh, whatever his name was, that tackle that ended up being crap. Um, yeah, Isaiah Wilson. That's the one. I was going to call him the Wilson that played for the Jets, and I thought, no, if only we had him. But no, I think it's um, well, not Zach either, actually. I meant the other one. That could have been, yeah. Um, we just need to start Zach would have profession- been an improvement, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean any, yeah. any Wilson, Woodrow Wilson, we'd have taken ahead of Isaiah <laughs> Wilson. He'd have done a job. Russell Wilson, I'm sure he can do something. Um, Rebel Wilson. Uh, how many Wilsons? Owen Wilson. We could keep going. We, we are we are niche enough to do it. Owen Wilson, Wilson at left Wilson tackle. The dog. Got a lot of Wilson the dog. Wilson Palacios for Wigan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, we, we need to start making some professional decisions, and hopefully he's the guy to do. It. I think the 49ers have shown that you can you can do things right, and yeah, based on what people are saying, it, it seems like a solid. Uh, solid appointment, but obviously just being appointed doesn't mean that you're the right person. So let, let's see how he gets on. But no, it's just good to know that we've got the we've got a name in the uh, in the building now. And we can see how they start building this team. Obviously, notwithstanding the fact that we we we're not expert enough to know everything about all the GM candidates that we were interviewing, um, it seemed to be a quicker process than anyone was expecting. I wasn't expecting the announcement too soon, which is which is good. Um, Harry, anything to add? Were you pleased with the news? Was a gut feeling? Yeah, all, all pleased. I think you know, like we've all pointed out, and I think some people on social media have. You don't really know how much of an impact he's had on that 49ers organization over the last few years. However, I think one thing to look for going forward is that tussle between GM and head coach that happens in in, in every single team. And actually, how much of a lead is Rabel going to get? How much of a lead is he going to get? Um, and who's going to come up on, out on top with that? Because Rabel's a fantastic coach. He's done amazing with the parts that he's been given. But actually, how much of an influence has he had in the past with the pieces that he's been given? And how much of an influence would he want going forward? And that that will be something only time tells. But I'm excited to see how it goes. And, you know, 
a good draft is what we need. A good free agency and cutting some dead wood would be would be lovely too. Uh, yeah, that feels like a a bit of dead wood. Um, he Greg he said to said to Amy supposedly uh, one of the factors was that he felt that a full rebuild wasn't necessary. Um, is he right? <laughs> there, there's a there's a lengthy answer potentially. So that's, a, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, is he right? I mean, it depends on what your definition of a rebuild is. I mean, if you're going to blow the whole thing up, then I don't think you need to do that. But I think there is a lot of pieces missing. There's a lot of pieces when you look at who's most likely going to get cut. Um, obviously, we don't know exactly who will be. But if you go by cap, um, you know, we're not in the best position from a cap perspective. And some of the cap hits on some of the players we've, we've got who are you know, or some that are just out of contract is yeah, we just have to we have to make moves. So no, a complete rebuild. I mean, no, it's not a case of blowing it up. But I think the number of positions that we need to make changes in um, does require a hell of a lot of of a rebuild. Um, certainly, I mean, you could look at a pretty much entire offensive line by one or two, um, which is not easy to just to plug in and play, as you know. So, I think it's going to be an interesting one. I, I've read a little bit about him. He's, it sounds to me like. Um, he's very well respected, and which is always a, a positive sign. It was actually I'm, maybe I just don't notice this, but it's felt a bit weird to see players sort of, uh, or you know, 49ers players sort of coming out and saying you got a good one. I think Kittle come out and said he got a good one, and there's a few others who sort of said you know, kind of respect him for what he's done. It sounds like from what I've read that he's had a big hand in their free agencies, which they've generally been pretty pretty strong on, um, and also quite a few late round picks and and one thing John Robinson used to love was late round picks and it seems like you know he's had a big hand in in some of those as well like Elijah Mitchell well look at look at their Purdy Purdy, exactly who's look at what they're doing in the playoffs with him Um, it feels like I I don't know my my feeling for what it's worth which is very little is that the Trey Lance trade was bonkers I, I don't know what they're doing giving up that that host of picks. I hope that's not necessarily anything to do with him. Um, and if all, if a free agency stuff, some of the late round picks, which they tend to hit there, they've done a good job with those. So I'm hoping he's, he's more to, more to do with that. Um, it's it's a weird one though, that, that Trey Lance, just all the decision to do what they did there. Yes. They gave up practically the world, but I think that also that... means they're not going to trade into the Titans for pittance. Let's get that. Let's <laughs> yeah, make, we'll, that we'll clear. make that clear. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if you've got a guy that you genuinely believe is going to be the face of your franchise, I don't mind going and, and giving up a little bit extra to, to go and make that, that guy will make that possible. But obviously, yeah, I mean, we can all talk. I don't even know if we can say hindsight, the guys are what, two years in, he's been injured for three quarters of it. So I don't think even we can say anything with hindsight right now, but realistically, yeah, I would rather a, a GM who, isn't going to go down that kind of route of giving up the world for one player because we all know that normally nine times out of ten doesn't end well. well I don't think that's where we're at. The 49ers no. might have no, thought no, they no. were there, but when we might be in the future there. though, you never know. I mean, yeah, this guy's yeah. going to be in the job for the long haul. I was, I was just going to say, for one, he is in a franchise though that the 49ers identified that when they're doing well, they build on it. You see, with this uh, Christian McCaffrey, he's in a franchise where it's they can identify when they're in a good position. And rather than getting rid of your best wide receiver, they've actually built on it, which is something that we really need to look at. It's, uh, okay, we're in a good place. How do we build on this? Not, 
how do we try and I don't I, God knows what they were actually doing, but yeah, that's that's what you want to see. As much as you don't want to see the gamble, it's like the risk reward, but it's also knowing when you're in a good position and taking advantage of it. I did see. Obviously, he his as a player, he was a fullback, I think, for the Colts and well, possibly one or two others. Um, he, but what I what, what I saw from longer ago than this that I loved is it was supposedly I think it was Rap Sheet posted a video, but um, talking about how as a kid he like as a geeky kid used to come up like do his own draft board and like mock his own drafts um like as as in i don't mean fantasy i mean real ones um and just spend hours doing all that sort of stuff in like a a geeky way and if that's like if that feels like you're a born gm like you've got okay he's gone out he's gone and had a playing career in the in the middle but that that's what he's always dreamt of doing that to me is magnificent i love that and if he's going to have that that sort of level of detail and enthusiasm and yeah geekery because you've got to be like i can't i can't imagine how difficult that job must be like we we watch as fans and like day three of the draft where you literally you haven't you haven't heard of anyone really and these guys whose job it is to know everything about everybody it's it's unbelievable to but to be able to have that level of detail um, i think so. it's, it's also going to be really interesting to see you know what changes are made to the the scouting teams that we've had because we I, I assume we've probably had the same scouts for for a number of years under robinson i imagine there'll be some significant changes there what happens with cowden who's obviously applied to take that job or, or it was interviewed to, to take that job. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens around him as much as uh, he's a, he's a, a big part of this, but there is no doubt Robinson was very inconsistent in his drafting. And, and it would be really interesting to see how the first couple of drafts go for, for Carthon, because I think, yeah, he's always going to be judged predominantly on that more than, more than anything else, most likely. Um, but one thing, I don't think Amy's going to make the same mistake in regards to letting talent out the door anymore. Uh, we've talked about this on previous no, podcasts. And I no. think I think that was, uh, which fills me with more confidence that hopefully we can get a deal done for Simmons. Whether it's the right time for, for Simmons to be playing for us in, if we are going to go through a little mini rebuild, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. But, but, um, but I, what, I what you just said, what Mars just said about the 49ers, Going and getting McCaffrey, mate, it's not quite the same, but that just shows you, know, you might you hang on to your best players. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, we've learned from that. Surely we've learned from that. Anyway, um, we 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 will nervously see and uh, hoping to hear more more news about a, a Jeff contract sooner rather than later. But you never know. Um, quick one before we before we end. This sort of by accident is our hundredth episode. Um, now, Harry, we we did the first one, just you and I. It was about 10 minutes, and it was, what on earth are we doing? Uh, is anyone going to listen to this? Shall we, shall we make a thing of this? And I've been – it was funny because you – I can't remember exactly you – you sent a message. I think it might have been in the Facebook group. I can't remember, but you were like, anyone – no one's doing a UK-based Tennessee Titans podcast, are they? Um, and and I, I've been – mulling it over for a little bit because I'd, I'd done the the log stapper podcast for a couple of years before that and it was like there's there isn't one 
like and there's it's it's pretty niche like uh, <laughs> the Tennessee Titans in this country uh, but it was like on the back obviously we'd had the London game that the previous London game before we started this and it felt like yeah this this might this might be fun and now we've done a hundred of these things I, I don't know I don't know how it's happened um, yeah it's it's awesome isn't it really and just the connections that we've made with other Titans fans not only in the UK but abroad and in the US as well you know we've had somebody from New Zealand on um, people from the States on and, and just to be able to build that community on Discord on Facebook and on Twitter has been and to build on you know the work that Transatlantic Titans had already done is is lovely and you know for me it's a a highlight of the week whether it's a win or a loss if we manage to jump on in in some way shape or form onto zoom or skype in back in the day and highlight of the week yeah i it's, it's, I, I, I worry about you a little bit now you said um, that but yeah i mean a lot of people do so i appreciate your your worry <laughs> too um but yeah you know to chat and to get to know you guys and you know meet in various different ways whether it's in you know a nashville barbecue place like greg and i have um, randomly after a game or whether it's going to hickories with miles or you know over over the phone with you guys and otherwise and things like that to to just have that community and to think it's gone 100 episodes after i think i recorded the first one in the attic of my old house and now it's uh, <laughs> you know even personally looking back on how much things have changed in that time is is crazy but one consistency in that for myself and hopefully our listeners too has been the podcast and hearing our ridiculous views on whether the Jaguars will have three games in London in a row or whether, you know, we should sign this person, this person or what the cutting of Blazing game means for the Titans going forward. You know, it's all, all been covered on here in some way, shape or form. And it's been a pleasure as well, guys. So thank you. As, as always, if any, anyone's listening and fancies a chat with us, um, just, just get in touch. Any, anyone's welcome. Um, it's yeah it's just it's you do these things because it's fun as you say um it's it's been great it, i don't yeah i don't know anybody if there's anybody that's listened to all hundred um tweet us with the hashtag of every single one at transatlantic tn that's a guaranteed zero reply um, request that you <laughs> never know imagine, imagine not, every even, not even we will tweet back with that uh, not, no not i haven't listened to all of them <laughs> I, I could dare say, does anyone have a particular favourite moment from the previous hundred episodes? Is there anything that particularly oh. stands out? Because I know there's a couple of moments that I particularly uh, enjoyed, not to go down too much down a uh, reminiscence, but I still often quote Brian's opinion on Robbie Savage. <laughs> um, I think like, quite early on, Greg and I, we, we, we chat to Jib Wyatt. That that was yeah. great. Um, every every time we've spoken to Mike Herndon, um, he's he's just so he's something obviously does those of those of his his own content. He's working with Paul Kaharski now, um, but he's he's just he's the sort of you could like you'd listen to him all day. Like the knowledge, sense of humor. He he's he's just been great every time, and hopefully again. Um, I, my, do you know what my favorite? moment might have been this last season when we had that chat with with Bryce um after after and, and Haley after she'd they pulled all the, all the strings to get into a game um really enjoyed that that was magnificent it was his birthday yesterday um so happy birthday Bryce there you go 21 <laughs> 
yeah um and probably the best the best year of those 21 i think it, it obviously it clearly meant the world to him and um, that, that was really good um anything stick out for you greg no it's been i i i, I we know we don't have thousands and thousands of listeners and uh we, we you know we do this very much for for a niche audience we know that but um I do it because it's because it's fun. Ultimately, if it wasn't fun and it was a chore, it wouldn't certainly wouldn't want to be uh, spending the time we do. But I think uh, the biggest biggest credit I've got to give a shout out to Adam for 100 episodes and 100 uh, 100 edits um, of of me calling him a or or something. Um, <laughs> got, 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 that, got that one down, Adam. Um, yeah. So I just want to say a big thanks to, to Adam for because he does a lot of work in the background on this. We just come on talk. For, Don't do that. For I mean, it's hour. not that much. Let's be clear. Like I have a job and stuff. Um, we can make more if you want us to swear more. <laughs> we we could definitely do that. But especially you know, editing uh, mine and Miles's Christmas special was uh, I, I know it was I'm sure thoroughly enjoyable for you. Um, because we just decided to the one where you, the were we took, you were both drunk and yeah, yeah. Um, That's the thing. We weren't even that. I don't even think we were that drunk. Just, just obnoxious for no reason. Just, there. just, yeah. just started to wind you up. We were, we were actually so sober that that's what we're like when we don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, we're like a trooper when we do. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've, uh, yeah, I've met obviously good people on this, and then we've had some, uh, some very good guests uh, along the way. Some questionable ones as well, but we won't name who's who. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Um, get in touch as well if you've got, from wherever you are, any questions about the the London game, obviously, that we, we've got together to talk about today. Um, we might not know the answers, but if we do, we'll we'll try and help you, whether it's a DM us, find us on Discord, Twitter, whatever. Um, I'm at AD Foxcroft. Um, I'm going to butcher your, your Twitter handles, but um, at Greg underscore Ketz, is that right? At MT Titans, yeah. at Harry, I don't know. You're, Harry yeah, only fans. As, yeah, your guess is as good as mine. To be perfectly honest, I do, you don't no do idea. Twitter that much. To be fair, but Not just massive. search, just search the Harry Maltby, and you'll find him. I'm sure. <laughs> you need at least the at uh, the beginning has to the, be the only fans homepage. It'll be there, being promoted. I imagine. Um, cool. Right. Excellent. Great to chat as ever. Uh, look forward to seeing you all soon. Seeing you, seeing you all at a London Games weekend. How about that? Tighten the hell up. Tighten the f- up. <laughs> Tighten up. Tighten up. <laughs>